0: Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Loud and Uninformed Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Foley, I'm joined always with Skylar and Jeep Hi. I think I think Skyler's the only one in his normal normal living situation right now. I'm bumming it in the parents' basement.
1: Jeep where are you at? I'm at my grandparents' house. Some small enclosed prison cell? It, Did you have a rough basically, weekend? <laughs> essentially. I get moved to the third bedroom. So it, it, it used okay. to be a kitchen actually. This house is like a hundred years old. And oh, wow. An upstairs kitchen. <laughs> kitchen so turned
0: bath Bedroom is hilarious. Nice. My bedroom. Nice. Do you still have like a stove or anything in there? Yeah, <laughs> no. The, <laughs> the stove cup. is out of it. It's just an awkwardly shaped room. Well, I think we're gearing up here towards the holiday time, but we did just have a major tournament just finished up with the World Cup. Do you guys watch that final? I think that was maybe the greatest sporting event I'd ever seen.
2: I agree, but there was a really boring 30, 40 minutes in the middle there.
0: But the thing is, it was, I, I agree because they went up two nothing, wasn't it? But they always say two nothing is the most dangerous lead in soccer. We talked normally, about normally,
2: normally Argentina, when they were up to, two nothing, the th- the problem they were running into is that then they would go into complete defensive mode and they're all like five, five. So they would just give up set piece after set piece after set piece and lose them because they're tiny. But in this game, they were just controlling the ball for that entire 40 minutes. And it never really looked like France was going to like break through. It didn't even look like they really had a shot. And then of course, within two minutes, everything changed. But for a while there, it was kind of like, all right, they're up to nothing. They're just kind of kicking the ball around them. It wasn't I like think, there were yeah. swelling moments of excitement where France was, like, knocking at the door. It was just kind of...
0: True. France away. didn't have a shot on goal until Mbappe's PK. Yeah, which 80s. was
2: ridiculous. So it just really felt like you, we were watching we were watching him, just a passing masterclass, and that was going to be it.
0: But, like, it was st- I would say the first half was still pretty great because, you know, you had Di Maria, who looked like the best player on the field, and then Messi scoring the PK and setting him up for the second goal. Um, and then second half, like you said, was a little bit slow, but then as soon as France turned like Mbappe, like the storylines of this was all great. Cause like Messi goes out on top, he scores two goals. He scored what he thought was the winner in overtime. But then you have like Mbappe at 23 years old, who, by the way, just passed Cristiano Ronaldo and goals for world cup in that game. Like Crazy. he already has more goals than Cristiano Ronaldo in the world cup. The guy going out as the goat and then the 23 year old, who's like. You're not gonna be the goat for very long.
2: <laughs> it was the Mahomes Brady Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it was. Free it was sports special, but I would say on crack. I would say it was that, but on crack because I don't yeah. know if Burrow will end up the goat sort of thing. Mahomes, I, the, no Mahomes, yeah. Oh Mahomes, sorry. Ah, yeah, I mean we'll see. But I feel like my well, just, idea, it
2: matters to way more people, the, the, right? So I, I mean, they were saying
0: something like the, now you you have to trust what metrics are saying it or something, but like the world cup reaches 4 billion people, <laughs> what they say. Like.
2: So I was, I was thinking, cause I don't know what group chat it was in or what this was, but somebody had said, I mentioned this, this is the greatest game of all time. And my immediate response was that was, I was like, I was like looking at my phone for a while there in, in the middle because of how boring it was. Um, and then I was thinking of the other great games that I'd seen and they're all kind of like that, right? Like I was thinking of like the 28 to three Super Bowl, and I was like, the point is that you've lulled yourself into this sense of security that this is going to be a boring, normal ending game. And then it's not. So I was trying to think, is there a game that, that was so significant that went back and forth that it was just enthralling throughout the entire thing and ended really well and was an iconic finish?
1: I think there's a Michigan couple. in like. 20, that one, that one Rams chiefs Monday night game.
0: I was going to say that game was insane. The bills chiefs game was insane. Mm, That's a good one in the playoffs. I would also say the LeBron block on the backboard against Curry in game seven, that game was insane. But I think for the nature of what soccer is, you're going to have those moments where non-soccer, avid soccer fans are going to find it boring. But then the last 40 minutes, from the 80th minute through extra time to PKs, like you couldn't have had a more dramatic, no. like Argentinians crying tears of joy and then crying tears <laughs> of sorrow because they think they've lost it. Like it was so back and forth.
2: <laughs> I saw, I read an article, I think it was in like the New York Times or something about how how much crying there's been at the World Cup. And about how, yeah. like, Americans <laughs> are not normally subjected to this amount of, like, grown men crying. I'm like, how did that make it as an article on, in the New York Times? Like, how did this get past editing? But I, I, I know.
1: No, I was watching with my dad, and he noticed that, too. He's like, what the fuck? Like, you should be <laughs> happy. I get it. But... Well, there seems Uh, to be
2: this, like, because I was, people were like, you know, they're very passionate, they're obviously really upset when they lose, and I'm like, yeah, they are in every sport, but it feels like the thing you're supposed to do is go, like, kind of shake the other person's hand, go to the locker room, and then go cry it out in there, but there seems to be this, like, incredibly dramatic, like, lay down on the field, like, eat your heart out. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and I do think it's different also for those, like, South American countries, because especially that, like the south like UK. it means so much more to their country that's like i don't want to sound insensitive here or a little uncultured but like <laughs> argentina winning the world cup is a lot for that country because there ain't a lot going on in that country that's very good right now and, right. and and you know like they only have soccer like they don't have the nfl the nba the like all these other teams to turn to they care about soccer and that's what they care about and and, you know, like, that's what it means so much. And you have all these, like, all the stories you hear about the players. Like, you don't really hear any, like, AAU kids of rich families, like, growing up and had, like, a coach that taught them, like, these people come from very poor situations, impoverished, and, like, come all the way up to the world stage and
1: become I, I the most... They're... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I, I to defend... Call me a big <laughs> Ajeep. To defend... Okay, good. You <laughs> can take on that responsibility tonight, but... Um... <laughs> To defend American sports, I do think that there are a lot of stories on uh, of players growing up impoverished and uh, true. You know, I, I don't think that's unique to the world, but America is a country where people are doing better than most of the world, so that is kind <laughs> of the case.
0: Um, yeah. But um, maybe, out. sorry, if you want to keep going, I was going to say we could swing it to is Messi the true goat or hypothetical from last week.
2: So I want to, I would like to speak directly to the tennis fans here, and I, I admittedly do not know a lot about tennis, uh, yeah. but I think that an important component of the GOAT debate is how far it extends past the diehard fans of whatever sport that is. And as an avid ESPN watcher, Sports Illustrated for Kids Reader over the last 24 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Rafa didn't even seem like the best tennis player. Federer gets more press than he does. And Djokovic has seemed like the world number one for like most of the time that I can remember. So I totally like not saying that Rafa is not the greatest tennis player of all time, because I've seen a lot of that since then and have made a more informed decision, but it feels like tennis has had these kind of three greats that have dominated for the last, you know, two decades. And that because that race is so tight, it feels like that hurts your goat debate versus somebody like Michael Jordan is, 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 is his I mean, name synonymous with greatness. People say he's the Michael Jordan, of, you know, Tiger Woods was so full head and shoulders above the competition. That's why he's so great. I feel like when you have a situation where he's like, if, if I were to, if, if there were family feud questions, I don't even know if Rafa would be the number one answer. Like, I I'm sorry that matters.
1: Uh, so
0: at,
1: sorry. Um, no. better, in my opinion, and I like Federer a lot, he's my favorite of the three. But he is a lot better at marketing himself. Like he has a better brand uh, than the others. He's when you look at the head to head matchups, like both of them kind of blown out of the water. Like he is, I think, clearly the third best out of all of them. And like And you're saying the other one is Djokovic, right? Yeah. Djokovic and Nadal are the, nobody likes Djokovic. Like he's not very charismatic. But isn't the marketing important?
2: Like Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer of all time, largely in part because of all of the other non-boxing shit that went into it. I mean, obviously he was a great fighter, but there's lots of other fighters that we don't talk about. Like we talk about Muhammad Ali and it's the Vietnam stuff. It's the poetry, the way he talks. It's the, that he came up big in big moments. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that the I think that your your there's the this
0: aura of greatness. I get what you're saying. I, I think part of it might just be that also Nadal is maybe a Spaniard and you know we're American sort of thing. But for anybody that is just a, our typical listeners, and if anybody's listening to podcasts now for the first time because you found our account because you're an and all the doll fan, I won't talk any bad about your about about your hero by all means. But isn't he going to get passed by Djokovic in Grand Slams in like two years? He's got one more than him and isn't he on his way out and Djokovic still has like some time left to He's
1: dealing with the, the responses
0: made
2: it seem like I was just missing something from I got so,
0: I, I always is, heard he's like the the, the one only <laughs> uninformed take I had I went no, the, the dog's the clay guy right like he's going on clay and doesn't sure. go there. And I got buried they're like no wrong he's done a double grand slam on every surface <laughs> I was no,
2: like but the I don't fact even that know what you that means. think that it matters that <laughs> yeah. is he is the clay guy to people who don't know much about tennis, and like that's yeah. not enough. He's not the go, right.
1: but no, no, no. He's extremely dominant on clay. Like, he, I, I think he's he hasn't won like three French Opens in the last like 15, 16 years, but he's also like he, he's a so, so yeah, like clay is a big part of it, but he's just as competitive on like grass and hardcore, like Djokovic is probably more of a well-rounded player like more versatile and in the sense that he is like better um grass and hard than the doll but yeah i, I, I don't think you think I for being really good on clay
2: yeah this yeah. this world cup win for me i think puts Messi as i would say yes too <laughs> and i i think
0: something that we poorly defined with this and maybe also with our intern that made the graphic, like got to give a clear instructions. So they never fall through. Right. You know, um, we wrote who was the, the greatest athlete of the 21st century so far. And some people construed that. as like, well, LeBron, because he can play anything and be great at it. And like, yeah, that's fair. But I kind of think it like that great. The greatness talk, you know, like if you're going to be the greatest athlete, you need to win. You need to have individual accolades. You need to have the team accolades. You need to have the, like you say, the off the field, like,
2: yeah, if we're talking, Empire. if we're talking uh, like athletic ability, Brady doesn't crack the top fifty thousand.
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, any more thoughts on that, or we want to move to a much more international facing sport in college football?
2: Yeah, it's time. It's it's, it's, it's time <laughs> to start it.
0: talking oh. to our uh, Alabama based audience. Jeep just Jeep just went. Oh, thank God, we haven't talked college football in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I need to. All right, Gene, take it away. Who do you have? We're doing a little playoff preview here. I think
1: Georgia wins. I think they're far and away the best team. Um, I'm yeah, I think it's particularly close. yeah, I am worried about Ohio State, though. I, I think that that's going to be their toughest test because, you know, you're, you're going to get Ohio State with a month to prepare with – they're playing on an indoor field, indoor turf, which I think benefits Ohio State greatly. Um, mm-hmm. their passing attack doesn't love the elements as we've seen the last two years in the Michigan game. Uh, but yeah, I think Georgia's probably going to dominate.
0: I think, so I'm just going to have my bold prediction here. I think Georgia beats Ohio state by 15 to 20. I think TCU squeaks out a nail biter against Michigan and, and faces against the one of our first big upsets in the college football playoff. I think the only other big upset was Ohio state beating Alabama in recent, like in my memory, the college football playoff typically goes as the college football playoff is (laughs) right. You know, like it doesn't seem to, doesn't seem to flip flop too much, but I think TCU is going to give Michigan a a tough game. I really like Max Duggan. And I think he had his Heisman moment taken from him when they didn't win that game against Kansas state. And I think he's going to come back and have, that moment that cements that he should have been the Heisman winner.
1: He's angry. He's angry.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think it's going to be Georgia and then Michigan and then Georgia winning. I mean, Georgia's just in a class all of their own. The real national championship to me too is, and I, I don't know why I like, I feel like Ohio state is still better than Michigan. I know they lost in a head to head, but I, when we're talking about like firepower against a team like Georgia, Wait,
0: didn't you live in Ohio at one point in your life?
2: I thought the entire point of this was that it's going to be incredibly biased, but that would <laughs> states as, as though they have some sort of statistical backing. Now, yeah, there's something, something I can't put my finger on makes me think Ohio state's the better team, even though I watched them lose. No, mm-hmm. I like the high end talent is definitely, I think we can all admit Ohio state's got better players um, than Michigan. They just got outplayed. Well, they've uh, got better skill players. Better skills. That's, that's that's true. That is true. That is true. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I think that Georgia is just so so much firepower, it's just gonna be tough at every position, not just skill positions. And the trenches, my goodness. But that's enough. Although I will say that I would love to talk a little mock draft with you guys just so that our listeners have some ideas. Sure what uh I I, I, relevant players they'll be seeing in these bowl games. It's um, not
0: relevant to this draft, but look at last year's top five. I don't think it, any team's upset. I think all five teams are really happy right now. It was one of the best top five, I think, in retrospect in a long time. I yeah. saw it pop up today, so yeah, maybe and, we'll get uh, another one of those.
2: And Sean, I wanted to flip the CU you um, because the Eagles are looking like they may have a top five pick, almost certainly a top 10 pick. Um,
0: to have we, get to pl- a- we get to play the saints too. So we get to knock them down even lower.
2: So who, has there anybody that you've been eyeing towards the top of these boards? That's, I mean, that's an unbelievable stud that you can add to a currently 12 and one roster.
0: Who so to- I think, yeah, sorry. I keep cutting you off, but I'm, um, I'm just really eager. I want to, I want to say what I want to please, say. Please. <laughs> um, I think the saints are going to end up anywhere from five to like nine is what it's looking like you know how he has gotten better at drafting if we can get will anderson which i think we'd have to draft at five four or five if he's still there because he could even go to like the bears at three or something yeah um i would want will anderson otherwise i'm not too sure i want to stay that low and might trade back because at that point there's a lot of links to B. John Robinson, the running back out of Texas, because Miles Sanders is a free agent, and we apparently yeah. we don't want to pay him. But like, I hate taking a running back in the top ten. So <laughs> it just doesn't seem worthwhile. And then John would go. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, I, these mock drafts have been looking at you. It's all like need fits. And, you know, the Eagles will need a running back, sort of thing. Um well I mean Bichon's getting mocked. Like the
2: one I'm looking at, they have the Eagles taking Miles Murphy, a DN tight a D end defensive tackle from Clemson.
0: You can't go um, wrong taking D tackles.
2: And then Bijan <laughs> going next. But that's what I was thinking. At what point do the Eagles have too many defensive tackles? Because it feels like every time they patch the hole, it's just getting another defensive tackle.
0: Right, which I mean, like if you want to have a good defense, you got to start with a good defensive line sort of thing. Like you can survive with mediocre corners. <laughs> you might, you might be a little risky. Um, you might lose some games because of them, but you can survive if you have an elite defensive line. Um, and that's what the Eagles have right now. So I can see them filling up also with like Fletcher Cox getting old and like and Sue will be gone. We're only, this is like a rental, we're using him. Um, so it makes sense to draft a D tackle here. But I really think if we can't get Will Anderson, I would prefer us to like trade back fall at like 12 and take the best defense alignment at that point. Because I'm looking at these traps, too. There's a lot of QBs going, <laughs> a lot of QBs and corners.
2: And-, and some interesting QB chatter, because there is, I mean, I have heard, uh, I, I haven't heard analysts being so negative on a crop of quarterbacks in a while. Um, right. I mean, last year, there seemed to be kind of more of this like consensus, there's nobody. But I think coming into this year, people were, you know, kind of like paying for Bryce Young. CJ Stroud had been had been on the scene since he was a freshman. Um, And I'm just not hearing good things from like the kind of tape watcher QB evaluator type people about any of these guys. Bryce Young is undersized, doesn't have a great arm. CJ Stroud, people are saying, is your classic, you know, Alabama quarterback propped up by the skill guys kind of dude, which tracks. Um, and then Will Levis is like the biggest riser right now because people love the,
0: love the size and they love the tools. They're going to be at the top of the draft. I don't know yeah. if they want to – like it looks like Fields has been okay, so they're going to stick with Fields, so they're not yeah. going to take a quarterback.
2: They're I mean, I think Dunderson, Jalen Carter, whichever one falls. Yeah,
0: and then – so if it's a, I know because you up. could also look at this. What if the Texans just go, you know, we don't really trust Bryce Young. We're going to just take the best – de-tackle, de- Will Anderson, whatever, and be the first draft pick next year and get our picking of Caleb Williams or Drake uh, Mays out of UNC next year, you know? So it could yeah, be an I interesting draft. I'd rather have either of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I would too. Like Bryce Young, I feel like Bryce Young will be serviceable. Who knows if he ends up being an like, all-pro-level quarterback, but I don't know. It's an interesting draft, and I think there's a lot of talent. At the top, yeah,
2: it should be interesting for sure. Skylar, what's going on with the Pats pick?
0: A tough question.
2: Like he, I don't, I don't know where they're going to pick. They're going to pick it like six I know. Th- I
1: probably they'll probably take there, some. There's uh, no way to possibly tell.
2: Yeah, they're going to take they're going to take a a center from a Division three school in New Hampshire. <laughs> well, I will promise you that he will be white. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> just, just something about that kid. He, blue collar. He plays hard, takes direction well.
0: Yikes. All right. Some good mock draft stuff. Do you want to talk about a little NFL weekend? It was kind of a wild, wild win probability graph NFL weekend. There were four teams with 99.9% chances to win their games on the win probability graph, um, which is a great Twitter account that I should definitely give credit to. Um, But that all lost, that all lost. I didn't see that. Um, Dare, yeah, this guy definitely just stole it. This is from like NFLgrass.com.
2: This wasn't a guy. I I would love to uh, address the elephant in the room, which is maybe the worst ending in a football game since the 2018 Miami miracle. And that would be whatever the hell happened with the Patriots and the Raiders last week, which... Matt Patricia was the offensive coordinator for this one and was the defensive coordinator for the Miami miracle. So that guy is, uh, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have a job anymore. Um, but I do think that we were talking about this earlier when we were talking about Belichick and I think that there is credit to give him because what, what would you call the Patriots roster right now? League ranking based just on talent. It's like, 30, 30, yeah, Yeah. the fact that they're even in the playoff conversation, I think really speaks to a Bill's ability to develop. I think his drafting is a lot better than we've really given him credit for. Kyle Duggar had the pick six that, that got us back in it. He's been unbelievable. All pro he was he was a D two guy that was taken in the first round and it was like a what, like, why in the world would you do that? Cole strangers looked great so far, you know, he's good at that stuff. They have a middle management problem. I think Belichick just, he wants his hands and everything way too much that they're missing the little shit. And you're not they're missing clearly the points of preparation that like a real offensive coordinator would be able to deal with, with their people. But Belichick wants it all to run through him. And I think that's a massive issue. And I think we talked about it earlier that his ego is getting in the way. He needed to appoint people that he trusts and actually like, let's do stuff. And we're not really seeing that right now. So I hope I hope this was a wake up call.
1: Did you hear his uh, the post game presser? And they were talking yeah. about, Hey, you know, why didn't you try Hail Mary or something? Like a normal play on the last play of the game. It's just like Matt couldn't get it there. And it's just yeah. like this like fifty five
0: yards. Huh? It was only fifty five uh, yard pass. Like another the like,
1: quarterback should to say that. like, yeah. You, do you want defensive knowing that your quarterback can't throw a 55 yard? I feel like he hates Mac jobs. Like, I, I don't think he likes them.
2: I, we, there's a, there's a skills, there's, there's a skills player desert in new England right now. So I think that that's probably on, Andre Stevenson. Come on. <laughs> another, another hit in the draft recently. Um, um but no, everyone else is terrible.
0: <laughs> I think Skylar, you're not wrong that there is a middle manager, like clearly having Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator makes absolutely no sense. And Joe judge is doing whatever Joe judge slimy stuff on the side, like, whatever job that is, yes, I want that. Just collecting um, checks, to be bad at your job. But uh, this is on bill. How is your team this bad at situational football? Like this isn't a middle management thing. This is a coach having players that do not understand the situation in a Thai football game, you go to overtime. Why are they lateraling it halfway across the field to Mac Jones, who then gets stiff-armed into the ground like a little boy? But <laughs> I I think if you have an offensive,
2: if you have an offense coordinator that really has their arms around their offense, that's their job, right? Like you have Belichick as the head coach, obviously, and obviously everything goes to him eventually. But I think when you see something that's that's this. That, that's just this boneheaded and this, this dumb and it's been happening all year. I think that it's, it's, they don't have people that are close enough to the issue who are talking to, to these guys directly because it's not bill.
0: I don't know. I feel like Patricia turns to bill at the end of that game and goes, are we going one more player? Are we taking a knee and going to overtime? Yeah, what do you want to do? And bill yeah. was like, bill was like, college. Yeah, we can't throw a whole hail Mary. So let's, let's draw up something. And Patricia took that probably the wrong way. <laughs> but like Do you think so Patricia cool. told
1: because Jacoby Myers said it was all on him. He said it was his No, decision. yeah, no, no, no. I'm
0: not I'm not saying Patricia told them to lateral it, but I'm saying Patricia drew up like Stevenson ran through the gap or whatever, and then you gotta it's just listen, as a football coach, you gotta walk in and go, here's the situation, guys. Whether you like we have two timeouts or we have no timeouts. If you get in the open space and you look you have no chance at a touchdown, go down. Go to overtime, play play another down. So I uh, it it was bad coaching. And then also I would say, I I keep watching the Patriots games and I'm like, man, Bill just looks so disappointed every time the special teams does something wrong. And I was like, that's because he never does anything wrong. He's such a good special teams coach that it never happens. But this year, this year, it's like, so I don't know what it is if he's not connecting with players anymore or.
2: Yeah, it's uncharacteristic, but I really do. I, I think they're outperforming their roster talent. It's they're making boneheaded plays where like, like it feels like the things that bill is good at the remnants of that are still there, but it's this kind of like situational football. That's just a total head scratcher where you go. That's not, it's not Patriots teams normally. And for me, it feels like that's because bill's trying to do too much. And to your point, like, I don't know, like he could have had his head already in overtime and was basically get us off this field, Matt, Patricia. And he said, Oh, I'll, I'll get us off this field. I'll get us out of Get us out of Vegas. you know? <laughs> So I, I like, I, I don't know. I, and w- with me trying to figure out what the difference is between these teams, these teams now and the teams in the past is we've always had assistants that Bill has leaned on. And it feels like most to all of those guys are gone. Skarnacki is gone. Josh McDaniels is gone. I mean, basically everyone that's on the
0: offense is th- that, that. He's was- got his, uh, he's got a son. That's like on the sideline, always licking his lips. Is-
2: yeah. Just licking his lips all the time. He's
1: also him. responsible but, for developing a second year quarterback with two defensive I think, coordinators. So yes, I think yeah. that's, that's,
2: but that's Bill's one. that's because Bill was too confident in his ability to have an influence over this situation that shouldn't work. But he was like, I can make it work. And then it didn't work like that. I think is the overconfidence that's causing an issue. The arrogance.
0: Yeah, perhaps. Um, Sean, besides, how do
2: you think, uh what do you think Jalen Hurts MVP odds happen this week?
0: I think his play on the field, like yeah, he had a bad first half, but he had three rushing touchdowns. So like, it, I don't think it really hurt him. And Mahomes struggled, pulled out a win at the end of the day. Eagles struggled, pulled out a win at the end of the day. I wasn't even going to get to the Eagles, but you brought it up. Well, no, because so I had, had, a, question
1: I had um, a question for you. I had a question
0: for you. I know, I know, but the, I babe. just wanted to first recap. The greatest comeback in NFL history: the Vikings yeah. take down Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Which maybe if you hired a guy that actually understands how to coach a football team and maybe just hand the right. ball off the entire second half, like you could have given up thirty points, Jeff Saturday. You just couldn't give up thirty-four. <laughs> like,
2: with a the, the, no. team that's built to run the football, granted the guys, right. but still.
0: But like that was the most ridiculous comeback in history, and poor Matt Ryan. I'm a Matt Ryan fan, but like the guy just. Can't hold a lead. I know he's not playing defense, but like, that's just awful. The Super Bowl and now thirty three nothing. And Jeep, at one point though, you were to our original Jeff Saturday bets. You had a tie. You had another tie for the Colts, and it almost happened. <laughs> yeah, that would have been impressive. Yeah. Um. All right. Now you get the Eagles. Here's, here's
2: my question for you: Is do you think Jalen Hurts is the best player on the Eagles? And if not, what number is he?
0: Wow. Hmm. The best player. I that's hard up, because we have an all Maddie. pro corner. We have an all pro corner in Darius Slay. He's pretty darn good. Um, Lane Johnson hasn't given up a pressure on a quarterback in like two years. So that's a pretty damn good player. My lot has actually been a little shaky this year, but I mean, like overall, my lot of the left tackle is ridiculous. Jason Kelsey's a Hall of Fame center. That's a tough A.J. Brown's a top five receiver. Mm. Like so I, that. with you answering that like that, do you really think that you can give I don't think he's the best player on the team, but that doesn't mean that you can't win the most valuable player when it's a quarterback award. They're not giving it to Lane Johnson. But don't you think that hurts him that he's not even like top five
2: player on his own team? I think he's top five. So this is what, this is what Madden has is the rankings for the Eagles, which is obviously, <laughs> obviously doesn't matter, which obviously is, is, but just to give us a frame, they in, had him
0: probably at like a 79 before the year started. No, no, no. He's at 85.
2: I think a perfectly fair rating for Jalen Hurts. Um, but they have Darius Slay as a 94, Lane Johnson as a 94, Jason Kelsey is a 93, AJ Brown is a 92, Dallas Goddard at 89, Miles Sanders at 88, which I disagree cool. with probably below Jalen Hurts, but, but then they have Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury, Devonta Smith, and CJ Gardner, Johnson, all above Jalen Hurts. And then okay. right behind Jalen Hurts, Mylada and Fletcher Cox.
0: So that's nice to have the Maddox rankings you know, and stuff like that. But who has done the stuff on the field? Like you tell me right now, all of them Devonte besides Smith, Goddard, are you me Devonte Smith? are you telling me Devonta Smith and Bradbury have been more important to the team than Jalen Hurts? I don't think more than Sanders and Goddard players. And Goddard's been on the IR for five it, weeks, it, and so so you know, like that's kind of ridiculous because, like, Brady wasn't even the best player on multiple Super Bowl teams.
2: I, I would, ar- I would argue that there would there, and we could go through the archives because this is a totally uninformed take, but I would love to see another time that someone who won MVP was not really the consensus best player on their team, and not even really top three, if we want to call it that.
0: I'm just gonna do a quick Google search.
2: Because it feels like, I mean, when we're looking at the other two candidates, it's <laughs> it's ready-made offenses in a can. It's Patrick Mahomes and it's Josh Allen.
0: I would say 2018 Mahomes wasn't better than Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, I I disagree. Yeah, I, I don't would know.
0: say <laughs> I would say Matt Ryan wasn't better than Julio Jones and Tony Gonzalez. That's fair. That's a, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that we're looking this up. That's I would say I mean some of these are tough. But, like, it, you can make the argument. Some of these guys have Hall of Fame left tackles, you know? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> so is yeah. Jalen Hurts. So is Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Hall of Fame, right? My lot is not at a Hall of Famer. Yeah, He's Wayne a center, Johnson. a Hall though. of famer. and right tackle, maybe. But you I'm would, saying, like, you would look at, if, if we could do a deep dive on this, I bet you it's more than you think.
2: I, I, and I could, totally, I could totally see how that would be the case. But I think that it's tough when you look at the Eagles and how good that they've been. Um, I, I think to because I think Sirianni deserves coach of the year. I think that there's lots of players on that roster who are going to be first team, all pros. I think that it's tough to go. They are so successful because of Jalen hurts. And that's why he's so valuable. I think it's tough to say that,
0: you know, Skylar, I was coming into the center all happy because the Jags beat the Cowboys. I was going (laughs) to be like the one seeds locked down for the Eagles. You can do whatever you want. And then, you know, right before we came on, it was announced Jalen hurts has a shoulder injury and is probably not playing this weekend, which I think more than anything, more than the stupid Madden ratings you bring. It up. That hurts his MVP, his MVP more than anything is he's going to miss well, a
2: That ratings were simply just a way to rank all of the players on the, <laughs> yeah, year.
0: but you, you know what you're doing with the, you named like five guys above him that you wouldn't even say is better than them. Uh Not better. Well,
2: better going into the season. I think that was kind of the, and, generally- and,
0: and I would say this, I would say this, I got into a long argument one time with Danny Heifetz because Danny Heifetz was having this big argument. He's Damn. a ringer ringer NFL analyst that we know. And we were both drunk at an apartment party in college and I was going back and forth with him because he was saying like Patrick Mahomes is having the greatest rookie season ever. And I was like, that's not true. Lawrence Taylor had the greatest rookie season ever. Like there's all these lists of people that had great rookie seasons, but he had the point and he goes, he goes, the most important position in football is quarterback. Yes. And if, and if you do not have a quarterback, you can have a team full of Hall of Famers but if you have Skylar Lamal Brown playing center for you, playing quarterback for you in the NFL, you're not winning a game. But Brock Purdy. Like we're watching that not be true.
2: And granted, this is a we're talking playoffs. So we got a whole lot of
0: other things that we need Skyler, to watch. I'll put a bet on right now that the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl. I
2: don't think they're gonna win the Super oh. Bowl, but clearly they found a way to win games. And the argument isn't whether or not Jalen Hurts is like he's going up a bit against other quarterbacks for the MVP award. It's not like so
1: they're not. I the think MVP. an important question to ask is what quarterbacks could come in and the Eagles' offense would still be effective with them. Because I, yeah. I think there are that's a good way of framing it. I think there are. I think that's the same thing with the MVP. Chiefs. I disagree there, with that a lot. I don't. Like, I think I, Mahomes is
0: the best quarterback in the league. I'm not saying he isn't you're but saying, saying like we're not falling off a cliff if you put in a couple other quarterbacks in the nfl i i disagree with it
1: but i, I, do I don't think know that, that they he he's got a got weapons cliff. In andy reid because they're the number one offense in football i think made that up don't he just unlocked so many so many abilities with his arm and his I, I bet if you all right,
0: if we go back to that MVP list, I bet if you look at that, you would and you actually look at the years themselves, you wouldn't even say that those guys were the best quarterbacks in the NFL that year.
1: Really? I, I think we would because or, or when a
0: running back or when a running back won the MVP or something like that, you guys could look in those years and make valid arguments in all those years. No, and say I that. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. But I and I've I, always been on that agreement with you guys that I think Mahomes is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, but I think yeah. Hurts is having the by far more impressive season.
2: No, I my only point of bringing that up was I think it's it's the Eagles have been far and away the best team in the NFL. They've been the only team in the NFL that doesn't look like they have a really big weakness and they really have not had like a bad week yet. Can't say that about the Chiefs. Can't say that about the Bills. Can't say that about Mahomes. Can't say that about Josh Allen. So it's really tempting for, um, for 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 when we talk about this to just want to give the Eagles everything because they've looked so dominant and go, well, each piece of this has been clicking so well that it makes sense that this is the best person in each position. So what I was trying to do by bringing in the opposite, he like, goes, well, where do you actually attribute the success in Philadelphia? Obviously, everyone's playing very well, but what are the things that are that are happening at such an exceptional level that it's making the Eagles, this 12 and one football team. And my argument would be that that's not Jalen hurts. He's been a great, he's been a great cap ship captain. He's been steering the boat very well. He's been doing what he needs to do, but like you can't run those just power slants for an automatic 15 yards, you know, four or five times a game with AJ Brown, when you need it, if you don't have AJ Brown, and it's those kinds of pieces that he has around him, or even when he runs those like 15 yard quarterback power plays, if if he was trying to do that behind any other line in the NFL, it wouldn't be like that. So it's for me, it's when you attribute this the success that Philadelphia's had. For me, it's the offensive line. I mean, even on offense, it's the offensive line, it's AJ Brown, it's Devonta Smith. They've just been dominant.
0: So who do you, who do you think is a better quarterback? Justin Fields or Jalen Hurts? <laughs> because Backed I think you could fields. put I think you could put Jalen hurts behind the bears line, and he would be doing better than fields really because I, I if think you're so think at at he's all. this guy, is, you, right. the eagles i it, this is the thing I don't get about that argument. Sure, is that I understand the Eagles offense is great, like they put together a great team. yes Hey, That should not be a negative on Jalen Hurts balling out this year, putting the ball in the right places all year long. This is his first multi turnover game the entire season, which by the way, only puts him at five picks, which is insane. And then on top of that, everybody's like, oh, he's got the great offensive line. I want to be able to do that. AJ Brown's catching all these great slants across the side. They keep doing (laughs) that. Nobody else will do that. Devontae Smith's up the sideline because, because he's got the second corner because he's got AJ Brown and all the other stuff. Why can't Jalen Hurts get some credit for her? the offensive line's looking so good because Jalen Hurts is picking the right holes and making the right saying runs. That somebody why can't is A.J. Be Brown be having a great year because voting. Jalen Hurts is making the right pass every time and putting it in the right place? Like, <laughs> I don't You're, get why he doesn't get any of the credit.
2: I, 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 to argue that he's getting no credit for that is insanity. <laughs>
1: He's the, he's the front runner for MVP. He's, what he's I'm saying going say, to be gifted, and, and but he, I'm saying I from from your too much credit
2: for it because there's certain things that, that a, a replacement level quarterback are expected to do, which is like run an RPO, be able to throw slants, like stuff like that. And Jalen hurts is better than a replacement level quarterback. And right now he's playing like a top five quarterback in the league. But I think that when you look at who's responsible for offensive production and you look at a Mahomes and a Josh Allen versus Jalen Hurts, that those guys are doing everything because the rest of their team sucks versus the Eagles who have built this incredible offense that's really, really well built out. I I don't think that you would argue with best offensive line in football. I'd say top five weapons. Like, they put him in a really, really good spot. Sirianni's been calling plays really, really well. And for me, I just think that that too much credit is going to Jalen Hurts, and not necessarily from, like, the media, because I think they kind of take take what I'm saying, um, which I think is a little harsh from, from like, ESPN analysts, because I think they should take more of that other view, which is, like, if you're the quarterback on the best team, you should be getting the kind of looks that you're, you know, you should be an MVP frontrunner.
0: But he is. It's a, it's a quarterback award. It and that's true. what I'll put it at the end of the day. They're not giving the award to our best player who are two of our offense alignment.
1: Well, Just straight maybe, up. Maybe it doesn't deserve to go to an Eagle. That's what I'm saying is that, is that there
2: is no most valuable player on the Eagles because they've all been so good and they've been winning as a team versus these like one man heroic efforts from like, I'm going to walk off the set. Let you guys talk about this a little bit. I'm
1: walking off the fucking set. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's something I would be happy with. If my team were just generally so well-rounded that you couldn't point to a single piece and be like, damn, if he like gets injured, we're going to suck.
2: I, well, I, I I think it's the you go, OK, well, you know, you talk to a Philly fan and you go, well, how's A.J. Brown? Oh, he's the best receiver in football. Yeah. Oh, how's the line? Oh, the line's the best line in football. And then you go, well, how's Jalen Hurts? And they go, oh, he's great. And he's been doing it all alone. And yeah. you're like, oh, you know, you, you, you can't, you
1: know, you, you got
2: to. Sirianni's going to win coach of the year. It's like, did that have an effect? Oh, Sean's back. <laughs>
1: Like yeah. I said, the MVP is a, in my opinion, overrated award. Like you'd rather win a Super Bowl, and it's easier to win a Super Bowl if you have a complete. I agree ring. with that, Jimmy. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, I'd rather really win a Super Bowl. But we're right now. We're all media host, and you guys are riling me the fuck up. And <laughs> and Sean went to go grab an angry soda. That's I grabbed a, I grabbed a margarita, in a can. Yeah. The tall boy. It's a little too tall, honestly, for Monday. It's
1: a little, you know, so. I you saying, Sean, can I have your genuine prediction for where how the Eagles season ends? Like what do you Super Bowl. Take, okay. How can you not look at this
0: team and not think that they're a top three team? Like I could get if you're like, No, I think the Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl. Or you could say, like, I think the Cowboys or the Niners will beat the Eagles eventually. But yeah. if you're a fan of this Eagles team, yeah. Why would you be like, of course you think they win the Super Bowl. And I yeah. think a lot of people that aren't fans of the Eagles think the same thing, too. Yeah. I think there's a few teams like I, that I named, like Bills could go on a run and stuff, stuff like that, like Bengals and stuff. But I think the Bills are widely was, underlooked. Yeah.
1: Well, because they they, so yeah. they're so overlooked.
2: They're looked at coming into the season. that And then that, they
1: had like a couple bad weeks and everybody's like, no, nah, they suck. But they're yeah. what, 10 and 3, yeah. 11 and 3? Like, yeah. Um, Let's do that. Right, after. Yeah, after we had our
0: first walk-off on the, on the podcast. That's
2: good, that's good. I like the walk, um, grab a drink, come back.
0: So, we're gonna hop into our hypothetical for today's episode. Um, hypotheticals have always been a big fan favorite, it seems, so I think this is gonna be a mainstay segment going forward here. Um, the hypothetical today, if you had to make a fantasy lineup, in a sense, of, a division. So, you know, the AFC South versus the AFC West or whatever, which division would have the best fantasy lineup. The caveat on the, on that is you can't just take all the bills players. You have to have a starter from every team in the division and the positions that we are choosing for this. You have to have a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, tight end, offensive line, instead of the flex position, a defense. And a coach. And that's what we're looking at. And I'd say the coach doesn't count as one of the starters. So you still have to have an on-field player.
2: Is this for like fantasy numbers or is this for actual This
0: football? is for real-life football. Okay. All right. Um, we could break out defense more, but I feel like that might just be too well, much. Well, because
2: I was almost going to say, yeah, because I definitely want to pick out some studs on defense because I think that new- moves the needle pretty considerably.
0: Then how about this? We just do a defensive lineman.
2: Well, you can life. pick out your highlights, you know, add some guys, mix it up. Who cares? We're doing this. So Yeah, run into a it. Life.
0: I just think also for our social media graphic person, it would be a lot easier if we no,
2: I mean, add to
0: the, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll build those afterwards. I don't know if you guys have done some brainstorming, but where do you want to start? What division?
2: I would love to hear somebody throw out their ties. Sean, you seem like you've, you're the most well-prepared. So I'd throw yours out and then let's discuss.
0: I'm actually ready to go through every single division if we want.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so right off the top of the heads, this is, we, we briefly had mentioned that we were going to do this earlier. Um, and it sounded like the four divisions that kind of rose to the top of mind immediately were AFC, AFC West, NFC West, AFC East, NFC East.
0: Yes. I also think
2: but then I thought mm. NFC North and AFC North also would be pretty much anything but the South. The South is not going to win this. The wow.
0: NFC South actually isn't too bad. That's the hard part. When you make these division teams, they're all pretty good. So I think we should just start. Let's look at the North real quick. NFC North. Quarterbacks, I think would be Rodgers, right? Yes. Running backs, I'd say Cook and Montgomery. This is the mindset that I got to get a bear in there. Oh, so We okay. can take Jones. We can take Jones. Nice yeah. crash shot, Skyler. Um, uh, I can receiver i said jefferson and amon ra from the lions yeah hmm. what other receiver
2: definitely no one from the bears or packers so you're basically just oh. picking between the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> such a receiver poor division except for the best receiver in football
0: right and then a uh, tight end i don't know what tight end do you want cole clement <laughs> he's a bear <laughs> but i guess you could, oh, jones you, yeah, you could get jones then instead of Instead of because
2: uh, uh, you could do Hawkinson, you could do Robert (laughs) Tony. He was,
0: um, I'd say Vikings are line, they've been pretty solid. Besides, like, the rest of the division's offensive line isn't anything special. Um,
2: this is where the picking and choosing would be nice because you could take like Bakhtiari, Panay, right?
0: That just takes too long. (laughs) And then I'd say Packers defense, they actually have a really good point differential, yeah. And then LaFleur. I would take LaFleur out of all those coaches.
2: Yeah. And then give me Dan Campbell just in the locker room. No, right. Nothing tactically, but you're just doing all the stuff. Yeah. No, exactly. There something, there's guys... something about that new breed of like the young, the young coach where I'm like, I don't know how you like rile the guys up. Like, how is Matt right. LaFleur getting in there and like poking buttons? I don't think he is.
0: So that, that's not a bad team, but I think it probably bottoms out in the NFC. And then if you want to go NFC South, I think is the next division. Give me with it. Brady. I think you got to take Tom that puts, you you tough, that puts you in a tough spot even to start. That's why I thought the NFC South wouldn't be so good. We'll go through it though. But um, then I'd say Camara and Fournette and then Evans and Drake London. Cause you need a Falcon <laughs> and Drake London. I actually really think
1: he's going to be good. Kyle Pitts.
0: Oh, great point. I totally forgot about Kyle Pitts, but who would yeah. you have instead of London? DJ Moore. <laughs>
2: No, oh, because you have, a. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I guess a healthy Michael Thomas would be great. <laughs> Chris Olave, he's been nice. Um, who else is down there?
0: Yeah, I guess Thomas or Olave.
2: Mike if Evans? He, you said Mike Evans?
0: Yeah, he's the one. Yeah. It's tough. Right. NFC uh, South sucks. <laughs> Offensive line is the Bucks, which is a terrible. Yeah. And then Sorry, defense, yes. Bucs, coach is no idea. I don't know who I'd want from that division to coach a football team.
1: Todd Bowles.
0: Yeah. Then we get into I some like top teams team. here. So I think we should do who's coming out of the NFC and then who's coming out of the AFC. So NFC West, who do you want? Murray, Kyle Murray.
1: That's uh, the tough no. part. Is the NFC I West. a boy Over Kyler Murray. I would say <laughs> every single quarterback in that division over Kyler Murray. Give me Gino already over Kyler Murray. No, Gina looks pretty bad. Why actually. are you so anti kyler I don't like him. The locker room doesn't like him. Uh, He's just a loser. Brock Purdy, like that's the guy who your team will rally around. I just don't like. Oh, man. Tyler just pisses me off. Like, he. he we're getting
2: into like, get the dicey territory.
1: Brock Purdy is yeah, just Lamar the just guy that the team like, <laughs> rallies. Yeah, Lamar just Brock. doesn't look like he
2: studies film nearly as well. There's something about. No, I didn't. I, I never, never, what kind never of, that. What kind of rallies are you talking about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs>
0: All no, right. I get what you're um, saying.
2: There have, been, there have been concerns about that.
0: Jeeb has concerns. Do you want Stafford instead of him? Because it's Kyle Murray or Stafford. No. In my mind. no, It's Kyle Murray then.
1: Brock Purdy. It's a bad, Brock every Purdy.
2: single quarterback is in bad shape in that division. That's All why right.
1: I just Brock don't think Purdy. the players. Brock Purdy is on the rise. Sky's Stop. the limit for him. We don't know how good he is. We just know All that right. he's won two games. Brock Purdy it is.
0: Yeah, we'll take Brock. All right, running backs, I said McCafferty and then Connors. Mm, yeah. I right, Nobody from the Rams is a worthy. Got Penny's probably better than James Conner. Could you also take Debo and put him at running back too? We <laughs> can do no, whatever he, the he we want. There's no rules. Yeah. All right. And then receivers. I don't even think Debo is one of the top two receivers because it's Cup and Metcalf in my mind.
1: Yeah. No. No. Debo is so much better than DK Metcalf. Debo does just so much more for the offense. Now, you just, do you need a Seattle we'll to Seahawks? Give us, oh, D-hop. D-hop too pre steroids or pre <laughs> post steroids no, I, I like your <laughs> he post. He's better post. Um, <laughs> is he? I don't know. He hasn't looked no, at it. That was a joke. Um, I don't, I don't see how you don't take D bone. I'm that, that is something i right, um, a problem with, but you do, you do need a
0: Seattle Seahawk in the starting lineup is my point.
1: I know, but we could like, we I can think you put him in a running defense. back. You I guess you'd any. rather have the 49ers in there. All right. Tight end, no, I said Kittle.
2: Gino. Give me Gino. He's the best quarterback in the, in the. All right, we'll put Gino up
1: there, and then you can. Are you anti Gino anti-Gino too? was over there shaking uh, his head. He, the last two weeks, he has made some extremely questionable throws. Like he is literally closing his eyes and saying "fuck it," and <laughs> I, I just
0: don't know about that. I don't think that's All right. good. Receiver, you have some combination of cut McCaff, Debo, and Hopkins. Two of those.
2: I think, I think that matters, too. Like I feel like depth matters. I know the graphic is, is what really right. matters, but highlighting the big names is important. <laughs> Pulling Debo out on the gadget formations would still be very Sure.
0: Tight end, I think, is Kittle. He's looking yeah, good again. Definitely. Um, definitely. Offensive line is Niners. Uh, I think he'd be dumb to take any other line in that division. Yeah, defense is Niners. Defense, nine. I think, is Seattle. Really? their point differential is way better. They're actually pretty good. They do have a good defense. They're well coached yeah. too. And they get that home field advantage. I think the defense gets the home field. So you're playing in Seattle. Is
2: that what we're sort of doing? In a stadium? Yeah. Like in. Yeah.
0: That's actually a good one. Stadium should be part of it. Yeah, should it should be. Lambo later. would have been a nice boost for the North. Yeah. And then coach good division for coaches. I'd say Shanahan though. I'd give it to Shanahan too. I think yeah. all right. NFC East real quick here.
1: What quarterback would you guys like? <laughs> I, I, genuinely, I'm not trying to piss you off. I'd rather have Dak.
2: I think you can do more with Dak, but I would want to say, but but Jalen Hurts has definitely had the better year. Hey, Recency bias. About who do Jalen. we want?
1: Who do we want
0: to? Okay, running back position. I'm not even going to talk about this. I think it's Saquon is the more RB one RB1. Yeah. And then sanders or zeke who would you guys Ryan like? robinson Ryan robinson he's not question. nearly as good as those two
2: i, I would I, I would argue honestly good. tough take but just if we're going thunder and lightning give me antonio gibson
1: do you want four fumbles a game no way hey, are you Ryan guys robinson trying to get the so nfc east to lose this, <laughs> this? brian <laughs> robinson is uh, you on you a different
0: what does Zeke bring to the I'd table? I'd rather give it to question? Sanders. I'd rather give it to Sanders. But what is or, my? Or, well, you, you know good. what? You know what? You know what? If we're starting Dak, then I'd be put Hertz at RB two. <laughs> <laughs> Hertz is probably the second best running back in the division. <laughs> have you guys I, I, not
1: watched Brian Robinson? Did you see I, how he was I literally? I have watched him. Why he was carrying the line like eight yards after he gets hit, and they and lost. They and, and they he decided not to bigger. run it with him when they're at the three yard line. There's Ever since he ran out of the tunnel, the many is men is currently healing. There's Favorite a literal bullet hole in his leg. It's only right. getting stronger. Wide receivers.
0: I think the two starters would be AJ Brown and C.D. Lamb. I agree. I think he, it's a deep division for receivers because you got the Smith, Curtis Samuel, Scary Terry. Terry like, over, over CD, I think. That's that's a arguable yeah. I, it's it is, a very yeah. good division for receivers
1: that's good Cause, cause, actually i agree i agree i think scary terry over because the well.
0: commanders like the commanders actually is the receiving core yeah but like yeah. they have dotson too dotson played great last night yeah, uh, looked
2: yeah. Really good. another guy who a lot of people are shitting on coming out of the draft that he was taking too high he's looked great
0: tight end madden would say dallas goddard, goddard. but i don't know what you guys would madden say madden would definitely say dallas goddard <laughs> oh, God. dallas goddard it's crazy yeah Got it. All right, offensive line, Eagles. You can't argue. it. Definitely. Defense, yeah. Cowboys or Eagles. Which one do you want? Eagles. That's where I will succumb.
2: Definitely the Eagles. If the you guys hate, if hard. you
0: hate Hurts, you have to like every other position to be an Eagles. Player. I do. I do. Offensive yeah. line and defense is like most yeah. of the team. Eagles right. defense for sure. And then uh, coach, I guess Sirianni, because like you're not taking Riverboat Ron or Year One.
1: Dable and God Lord knows uh, you're not I, taking. I kind of like Dable for the long term. It's is Dable this a long Sirian. term
0: thing? This is right. We're taking teams right now because we're not having Brady for the long term.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Dable better as a coach, but I guess if we're doing right. it right now. Sirianni. I, I think
0: it'd be a similar uh, NFC. North I thought, situation. I thought, I thought Sirianni was coach of the year. And now you guys want Brian Dable to be the coach. Of I, I, I never <laughs> said that. Yeah, I said that we're getting feisty. All right. Who wins the NFC? I think the East wins it, but I think it's yeah. an NFC East versus NFC West clash.
2: Yeah. The fact that the NFC East actually has a quarterback is I think kind of the yeah. difference here. Um, but I, I, I love this is one of the things though, that I was thinking about for with, when we were creating the defense is how much fun would Micah
0: Parsons be on the Eagles defense? He would be. I think that's another whole thing where we could do this with defenses. Chopping would chop it up. Itself. Yeah. Before we do the AFC, I just want to say I got another three comment notifications that people are saying messy on the GOAT post. So the messy fans have found us.
1: Hooray! <laughs> um, Better right. than an fans.
0: Let's do a quick run through the AFC, who comes out and who we think would win the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> AFC South, probably the worst division. Yeah. Um, I won Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Good but running back, not?
2: Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry.
1: That's good. Very good mm-hmm. running backs. Wide receiver Pittman Cook. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's pretty bad. I would take Traylon Burks. Yeah, but you I'm, need that I'm Texan. a little biased, and he also hasn't played for like half the season, so there's yeah. really no. That's actually a bad pick, but I, I take, <laughs> take Cook because I take Cook because I think
0: he's the only viable Texan. Yeah. Um, tight end, I'd say get an extra blocker.
1: Give me Mo Alcox. <laughs> oh, Mo oh
0: Cox. I love that one. DCU legend. <laughs>
1: That's
0: uh, pretty bad. O-line, a
1: healthy Titans? No, fuck. Fuck, <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the Colts. Be better, is better, better, but I feel like they're not a better line. I feel like the Colts healthy would be better than the, the Titans. Right.
2: I couldn't name yes. you one play. Oh, I guess Ryan Kelly.
1: That was like Quentin Nelson. Defense? Yeah. Uh, I think the Colts have a decent defense, right? They did give up 36 points and a half. He did. I think the healthy Titans defense would probably be the best
0: defense in there. I'd say Titans too. And then I said coaching staff. This is probably the best coaching staff you could build in the entire league. You know, Jeff Saturday, at offensive line coach, Rabel to be your head coach, Dougie P, your offensive coordinator, Super Bowl champion, and um, Lovey Smith is your defensive your coordinator. Wow, that actually fits out really well. Like it's the best coaching staff in the entire league. It's too bad all their players suck.
2: <laughs> I would actually, I would counter that. I think the AFC East is going to be
0: better, but... That's it's a good that's another good division coaching wise. Um all right, let's talk about AFC East. I uh, think, I think Josh, quarterback is, is Josh Allen. That's easy. I don't know. Mac Jones has been looking pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach,
0: throw Zach Wilson out there. I actually like Stevenson. I think Stevenson would be RB1. There's a couple directions you could go with this too.
2: Brees Hall got hurt for the season, but he was looking True. fantastic. Um Raheem Mostert would really add a nice uh Lightning angle to the whole thing. Uh, I do think that Ramondre Stevenson needs to be in there though. Yeah. Happy um, to crowdsource the second. Receivers. This is tough. If you Wait, so who's the field. other running back that we put down.
0: Diggs and Tyreek Hill. I think Hall or Mozart I think Hall. Let's go Brees Hall. I yeah, think he was doing Bruce really Hall. well. Yeah. All right. Receivers is really tough because I think you have three studs. And the third? Yeah, I, I'm not thinking I would not think I, I would go Hill and Diggs. That's yeah. what I would do. Who's the third? Waddle. 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 Waddle, mm-hmm. Waddle would be a wide receiver one on pretty much like 20 NFL teams. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his routes are. He'd be the, like he'd be right the greatest receiver on the Titans. Does he run anything besides goes? Yeah, I, I'm not arguing. Uh-huh. Um he runs other routes because when Hill runs the go and then he runs the under. He doesn't <laughs> run the other. Yeah, that's um,
2: the concern with Jalen Waddle is like, will you actually hold up if you were like a real wide receiver one or just in this like weird like Pop Warner offense? I where... think
0: he would because he was he was pretty dang good. He is pretty dang good, I would yeah. say. I um, but, but I still think Hill and Diggs are the two yeah. clear ones. Um, tight end, I guess we have Brees Hall as the jet now. We don't need to take Conklin because I was saying Conklin at tight end because we needed the jet, but who Hunter would be your tight end? Austin awesome, nice. Knox.
2: Either Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox, or Mike Kosicki.
1: That's kind of a disappointing... I that's mean, a bad...
0: Hunter girl. Henry's good. Hunter Henry is good. You guys just don't use him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which is crazy too, <laughs> because the whole... Yeah. The
2: vision was that Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith were going to be our offense. Yeah, uh, like a uh, throwback Romney to those two two Henry.
0: tight ends, you know, that's what not, happened to them. Um,
1: um, Patricia that. doesn't like drawing oh, stuff yeah. up for the tight ends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd say Henry. I'd say Bill's defense. Um, yeah. yeah. And then coach, you have to take check as the head coach.
1: For who we take as the line?
0: Oh, sorry. Uh I'd say the Bills offensive line.
1: Yeah. Good offensive
0: lines. I don't think they're like way better than anybody in division, but they just have proven to be sure. They can actually move uh, Yeah. <laughs> um and then coach, I would take Belichick. And then, you know, it's a really so good thing. Belichick, right Mike
2: McDaniel calling plays, Robert Sala calling the defense, and then
0: take No, no, no. I would take uh, the Bills coach. Would rather McDermott call plays than McDaniel? No. He was the Eagles defensive coordinator.
2: Oh. Before oh, he got hired. I thought that he was an offense guy. He's a defense no, guy. No, he's a defensive guy. I would I rather have McDermott. Oh, yeah, of course. Because Dable, and uh, of course he doesn't call plays. Oh, interesting.
0: Um, but it doesn't matter, because we're taking Belichick as the head coach. Um all right, AFC West. Yeah, Mahomes.
1: Mahomes, and then you have
0: Herbert sitting on the bench. Which, by the way, Hurts is better than Herbert. But we're not getting into that. Uh, running back, running back. They Echler, do different things. Running back Eckler. <laughs> so yeah, do, so does Patrick Mahomes and Hurts. Running back Eckler and
1: Jacobs. Yeah, yep. that's what I had. Offensive um, line, obviously. Oh, Monte Adams. Uh, I had Keenan and- Allen.
0: Yeah, Allen or Williams, whoever you want.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, really? Kelsey, obviously, at tight end. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. At least can we put Darren Waller yeah. as a receiver or something?
1: No. Dude, Darren There's Waller no way we're getting Mike Williams here. as our second receiver in this division. No, no, it's, no, it's Keenan you know. Allen. Keenan Allen's by, like. Allen sucks now. He's so like, old. No, he, he was just injured for most of the year, probably because he's old. But, like, he now that he's back, he's had a couple good games. <laughs> We're really missing yeah. that wide receiver. Too. I'd rather have, have Hunter it. Renfro. <laughs> all right, fine, Hunter right. Renfro. I'd is. say I'd Move say tight ends
0: Kelsey. Tight ends, Kelsey. Offensive line. These are all shoddy
1: offensive lines. So yeah. I'm not. I guess the Raiders' line is actually the best pass blocking offensive line. I was shocked That's to crazy. see that. Is
0: it because they pass block so much? They have just like a I, lot of reps.
1: I know. It's like efficiency-wise, they're rated best i don't
0: know what goes into that calculation but all right um raiders off line i actually say broncos defense the broncos
1: defense is definitely different. i agree with and, that
2: and, and this is the one where if you could add the other players and you added those like studs from the chargers the studs from the chief because it's a raiders, on the
0: raiders yes yeah, yeah.
2: star heavy uh uh star heavy defenses that don't really hold together all the way through besides the broncos yep and then coach
0: Andy Reed.
1: See, I would like to make the argument for Nathaniel
0: Hackett here. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I,
1: yeah. All right. We're going I on to sure. the AFC North.
0: <laughs> the Great North. Let's go. Uh, you can really change way this offense quarterback, looks together so, if you pick Lamar and Joe Burrow. <laughs> this is a great debate. I think I would take, because looking at down the line at what, who else is in the division, like receiver wise, yeah. I think I would take Burrow.
2: Because who do you like so much? Jamar Chase and Amari Cooper?
0: I just like chase and Higgins. And I just think, I just think it makes more sense. Sure. Um, but I would put Lamar at running back one,
2: (laughs) no Mixon and Chubb.
0: That's like the best receiving running. Didn't Lamar do this after winning the MVP, the carry thing. He's a running back. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's tough. Mixon Chubb. It's actually probably the deepest running back division. Mixon Chubb. Um, Najee Harris, who hasn't been great this year, but still I think will be a good back in the NFL. Um, Dobbins, yeah, it's, it's a good division. So I would say Mixon. Am I allowed to take Lamar as the other running back? Go for it. Sure. All right. Do whatever makes you happy. And well, then I'd I, say... Chase. Better than yeah. I'd say Chasen Higgins.
1: I'd say, say Chasen Lamar. So I would like to throw in George Pickens for that wide receiver, too. He's not even the best receiver on his team. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Really? I I think if he had a legitimate, I just the eye test. uh, Why are you such a Pickens fan? Because you went to Georgia. I don't even like Georgia. I just am a George Pickens fan. He's got (laughs) he's got a nice (laughs) amount of attitude. Um. When you watch him play, he's big. He's physical. Like he has a rookie quarterback and Mitch Trubisky thrown to him. So he obviously hasn't really been able to show what he's doing. But he comes down with catches. He he is a man amongst boys. He needs to get better at the the easy ones. Year
2: we could be looking at this and saying George Pickens is the guy. I'm not denying that. But I think that you'd be insane to go. If we need to go win a football game, I would rather have. George Pickens lining up as my why over T Higgins, Amari Cooper. Like yeah. I, I just don't think he's polished enough yet, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. He does I, I think that. we
1: need the locker room presence that he provides. He's still there. He's just not starting. Just like the Brock Purdy locker room presence that yeah. he needs on the team. All right. Um, George Pickens is very
0: much. The if, we're taking, <laughs> if we're taking Amari Cooper, if we're taking Amari Cooper, then we can take a tight end from the Bengals. What's his name? Hawkinson. No, that's the Rams guy. Um, no, we want Mark no, and Mark Andrews for sure. Oh my God, yeah, that's a f- huge miss by me. Mark Andrews for sure.
2: That's definitely the guy.
0: Um, and then defense. I said Ravens. They're actually been pretty solid this year. Yeah, they just can't score. Yeah, um, that was
2: another one where I was like T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick. I yeah, there.
0: I mean, yeah. I, I think if we redid this yes, with defense, mean. we could do it. It just it would take too long. Yeah. Um, and then uh. Ravens offensive line, I think when healthy, their offensive line is really good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um coach, I would take Tomlin, but Harbaugh is right there. Is
2: Tomlin call
0: defense? Yeah. I only remember what he calls it because he's been the coach for like
2: years. Yeah. He's a defensive Harbaugh guy. is a special know. teams guy. He's the yeah. he's from the Belichick School of Special Teams.
0: But yeah, pretty good. He, so who, who you, who's coming out of the AFC? AFC West.
2: I think it's gotta be the east
0: i think the east might come into trouble when it comes to running the ball
2: yeah with the line the line and the running backs even though that's all the patriots do (laughs) well the west
1: might too though
2: yeah the west has a bad line too honestly the afc north has a ton of firepower yeah Yeah. fun
1: i don't know i think andy Reid's the best play caller in the nfl i think he's I'm, to taking, the, I'm taking
0: the AFC East. You got the Bills defense, which means you're playing in Buffalo. You got Belichick at the head. You oh, got right.
1: Play. Hill and you
0: got Hill and Diggs and Josh Allen. You give Josh Allen Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's what I like too. Nobody be, would ever heard of Patrick Mahomes.
2: I will say that
0: they have a very
2: uh <laughs> underwhelming we have there's an underwhelming running back room to that team. There is. Like it's probably the least well rounded division.
0: But, but I think Josh Allen can do so much at the quarterback that he can make up for that.
2: And I think having the Bills as your defense is really although AFC West, you have Denver. Well, that's a tough one. AFC is much tougher. Whoever wins the AFC should win the whole thing, but
0: Yeah, it would be a total toss-up, honestly, NFC East, AFC East, or AFC West. It'd be tough. Curious what the fans think. Yeah, very curious of what the fans think.
1: I mean, so we've run through play- it all.
0: We've run through it all. I kind of enjoyed that. Imagine if they yeah. just did. Imagine if football team said two hundred people on their roster. You know, yeah. <laughs> and we fun. shrunk the so league still... <laughs> league in eight. because well, I, I was
2: thinking too, for, for a team like the NFC North or or the AFC North, if you wanted to have a like a, a you could use a running quarterback option and use Justin Fields or use Lamar Jackson or use Jalen Hurts like that and just run their read options. I think RPI, if you. Ex- you know?
0: Yeah, if you expand this a little bit beyond how we had the guidelines for positions and everything, I think it comes even bigger debate, but I still think at the end of the day, you have to put your best players out on the field. And I think we kind of talked about that. Like who's the best players that you're going to put on the field.
2: But uh, we also, we also glossed over kicker for that entire thing, which gives a big boost to the AFC North.
0: Except for Tucker missed a field goal. He's done. Uh-oh. He missed He's one. Over. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> Off with his head. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Another fun episode. Uh to the listeners, we may be taking a hiatus over the new year, but we'll be back right after that. Is I think what the plan will be. It might just be tough to get a get a episode in and edited next year. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe 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 I'll find out. This
1: is a very religious podcast that we will all be. Yes. I'm very sorry for not sticking to our schedule. Baby haters. Yeah, Give me take me right. well, thank you to the listeners,
0: thank you for all wrapping take on the dolphins the and uh, thank you for you know, too. Quarterback, quarterback,
1: uh, I, I think that our if quarterback take is similar to it's everything that Gee, I cut it
0: like three minutes ago, So It matters, I just wanted you to stop talking.
1: I, I still think that, uh, that I cut it, G. like I cut it. Not here. <laughs> no, no, anything that's not recorded doesn't count to Alright, see you guys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>